Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to all of you, more of you. This is Sarah Lynn, your podcast host and flow state coach, transitioning high achieving entrepreneurs into new earth leaders. In this podcast, we'll be diving into all things flow state, body leadership, connection, healing, entrepreneurship, and so much more juicy, deep lived experience. I invite you in this space to really bring all of you more of your fully expressed self, fully accepting and belonging in this space. I want all of you. I want more of you. And take this adventure with me into what I have discovered to be the key to living the most magical, deep, juicy, fulfilling, rich life and work while also being the greatest, highest service to this world and the collective. So I want you to sit back, relax, enjoy, and without further ado, let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Bridge. We are here in this space, and if you're watching this right now, you're here, you're present, you're fully in this space, because this conversation is going to go a few different directions. And before we really dive into what The Bridge is going to be about, and what I really want to dive deep in with you, I want us to connect. I want us to connect to each other's energy from afar, wherever you guys are, and allow us to really create this sacred, safe vortex of a space so that we can dive in so, so deep with each other. And I really invite you to connect to that collective consciousness because that is really what this conversation is about. So wherever you are, I just invite you to close your eyes, maybe place your hands wherever they're comfortable. Maybe if that's above your knees with your palms facing up, maybe it's on your heart or your womb or wherever you feel comfortable. I want you to give your shoulders a roll back and sit up nice and tall like a new earth leader that you are. And just allow yourself to fully arrive, fully arrive in the space. Relax any muscles in your jaw, any muscles in your body. And just become fully present with yourself, first and foremost. Taking a big, slow, nourishing inhalation in through the nose, nice and big. Holding at the top. And a deep release exhale out through the mouth. <sighs> Sigh if that feels good. Make any noises, any sounds that want to come out. No judgment. And take another big inhalation in, nice and slow and nourishing. Holding at the top. And exhale, big sigh release out through the mouth. Ah. Arriving a little deeper into the body, a little deeper into the shared space. And take another slow inhalation in, nice and big through the nose. Grounding, stabilizing, and peaceful. And exhale, release out through the mouth. 
Relaxing every ounce of your body, every ounce of your being. And with your eyes closed, I want you to connect to this energy, this vortex that we're going to be sharing in this conversation today inside the bridge. Maybe imagining like a gold or a silver bubble just surrounding your whole energy field. And noticing how this connects to each other's energy fields. And that within this conversation, within this space, imagining us creating ripples of impact of new earth leader energy into the collective. Transmitting, impacting, and activating this within our collective consciousness. Mm. And I want you to connect to your heart space and see if you can open your heart a little bit more, imagining, imagining it blossoming and blooming into everything that you were always meant to be. And connecting to the hearts of each other in this space. Feeling the togetherness, the community, and collective consciousness of how we're all in this together. Creating this new wave of leadership, this new way of operating and being in the world and the impact that this has. And just tune into that for a few moments. Feeling that energy. Feeling that frequency. Hmm. Whenever you're ready, you can gently and slowly open your eyes. Hmm. And welcome yourself back into the space and maybe giving your shoulders a few shrugs. Maybe moving your body, your hips. Allowing them to just loosen up the body, <laughs> maybe stretching the face, maybe moving the arms, <laughs> and allowing yourself to fully arrive and be in your body and be present for this beautiful, wonderful conversation, giving any last neck rolls or movements, and slowly making your way back to center. Mm. I first off want to start by saying thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up for yourself. If you hear a little bit of construction in the back, that's why I came inside. But this is what happens when you live in a popular neighborhood in Costa Rica here in Nusara. So yeah, I have a little window of the jungle right here, a little window of my kitchen. Have my cacao, my flower from the morning. And yeah, I invite you if you have a drink to use that to nourish yourself, use that to connect deeper with yourself throughout this experience. And yeah, I'm just so excited to share this collective space together and to have this conversation. And to start this off, for those of you guys that do not know me, or maybe you know me a little bit, or maybe you know me very well, my name is Sarah. 
And I am a mentor in leadership in connection with God, spirit, whatever you want to call it, yourself, other human beings relating. I coach in flow state. And I ultimately am guiding and also guiding and healing as well, guiding high achieving entrepreneurs and transitioning. And I use the word transitioning loosely more of a blossoming into new earth leaders, because this has been my journey over the last, I'm 31 years old right now. And this has been my biggest challenge. Yeah. That's something I want to share. It has been my biggest challenge and my greatest gift. And that's why I'm now serving it because I lived in the high achiever for so, so long, so, so long. So just to give you a little recap of what today, a little overview, not recap, a little overview of what today is going to happen inside of the bridge. I want to share a little bit about my own personal experience, because that is what I believe, how we relate to each other, how you guys can really feel into what I'm speaking of. And maybe you resonate with some of it and maybe you don't resonate and maybe it triggers something within you. Maybe it makes you feel uncomfortable. Maybe you feel expanded. Maybe you feel open. All of it's welcome. So welcome in whatever is coming up because then the greatest thing is, is we get to look at it because um, this conversation is one that I see not always being talked about in the entrepreneurial space. And I feel so, so, so passionate and called to speak on this um, because it's been my path. It has been my journey over the last 31 years, like I said. So I'm going to be diving into my own personal experience, sharing a little bit more of where this conversation really birthed from. And I'm going to speak into the high achieving archetype. I'm going to speak into the new earth, new earth leader archetype. And then I'm going to talk about the four pillars and I'm going to probably talk about it in immersed in between. And if you guys don't know me, I'm not a person and a mentor or a coach that brings up all the PowerPoint slides because actually the embodiment of the new earth leader is becoming the divine channel. And that's something I'm going to speak on of allowing that to really flow through. And this is really my style of teaching, of mentoring, of coaching, all of the things and holding space. So I'll be diving into both of those archetypes. I'm going to be talking about the four pillars that have really supported me in this blossoming more and more and deeper and deeper into this embodiment of the new earth leader. And then I want to open up a conversation of one that I feel really passionate about because it was one that I wish so badly I would have had someone in this space that I'm speaking on now for me several months ago towards the end of last year, the beginning of the year, because this is what I noticed. And I didn't really conceptually understand what was happening, but I felt it, right? Because we feel things. We feel it in our body and that in, in our body, that's truth. That's innate wisdom that's been within all of us, right? So if you feel something today, that's truth. Your body's speaking to you. And I was experiencing this journey I'm going to be talking about inside the bridge of what I've been noticing, shifting and changing in the entrepreneur space. And I was really confused. I was really lost. I was really in a space where I was like, what in the actual fuck? is going on. And slowly but surely, I kept having things come into my field. And I started having some conversations with people behind the scenes. And I realized that other people were experiencing this too. 
And I was like, okay, cool. And that's the beautiful thing because we are not alone. Yet it was a silent conversation that I feel entrepreneurs were having maybe in their minds and some that are not aware, some that are really aware and some that are just thinking this and we're kind of staying in our own bubble, but really coming together. And I'm bringing that conversation forth to put words into what I was experiencing to see if it lands with you. And that's going to be the important part because I wish someone a few months ago would have spoken on this to me. So I could have been like, oh my gosh, that's what's happening. And when it came together and I got this like divine download and it really settled in because it took several months. And that's why I want to speak on this today because it doesn't need to take like, and I'll speak on my journey from the high achieving entrepreneur that took years and years and years. And it doesn't need to be like that. Right. And I believe this world, this collective right now needs new earth leaders more than ever. And to actually create the shift and change in the collective we want to see, we need to be in that embodiment. We need to be a new earth leader. And something I want to say is that you probably have heard other coaches, other mentors, other entrepreneurs in the space use the terms high achiever, new earth leader. I invite you to come with an open mind and listen to what I'm speaking on, because I'm going to be speaking from my own perspective and personal experience. And that may be different than what some of the other people are saying out there, because I know from what I see, and there's no right or wrong or good or bad, right? That's what we know. It's just what you resonate with, that when I speak on the new earth leader, that I actually, there's some overlap and some things that are similar. And there's also a wave that I'm talking about in certain aspects that are not spoken about. And that actually, I don't think people mean when they're speaking about that archetype. So I invite you to try on your own perspective not to take mine on, right? Because the new earth leaders were innovative. We know and feel our own truth. And yet we keep an open mind. We keep an open mind and we come into spaces like this so that we can learn, we can grow, we can expand and we can stretch ourselves. Stretch. <laughs> you guys don't know this about me. Sometimes I'm speaking and channeling and stumble on my words here. And they're going to be fucking powerful. And I swear a lot. And yeah, this is just my vibe. So welcome to this next hour or so of me really channeling this for you guys. So that is the overlap. And I invite you, if you guys have questions, if you have curiosities, if you have things you're wondering about at the end that you're sitting with and you're like, hmm, sit with those big questions, sit with what what, start questioning yourself, start questioning the experience, because when we get curious and lean into love over fear, which is going to be another trait of the new earth leader, we can actually expand and things might shift, things might change and we can try on new perspectives. So I'm going to take one last sip of my water here. Ooh. And the other thing I wanted to mention that if you have those questions you're sitting with curiosity, share with me what's coming up. I'm here as a support. I'm here as a guide. I'm here for you. So I'm having this conversation in the bridge to really trigger and not necessarily trigger and activate, but like trigger ideas, insights, thoughts, having this conversation, like really getting things moving and flowing in the entrepreneur space. So reach out to me, share with me what's coming up. I love hearing and I want to have these chats with you guys. So mm. Let's dive in. So I want to speak on my own personal journey. And this is just like, so in my heart, because for so long, like I said, almost like 30 years of my life, I was in this high achieving archetype. Sometimes I was unaware of it. Sometimes I was aware and frustrated about it. 
Sometimes I was exhausted by it. Sometimes I didn't understand. Sometimes I denied it. Sometimes I thought I had to do it alone. And it doesn't, it doesn't need to be that way, but it was something that was such a challenge for me. And I want to speak on what I mean by high achiever, because I don't mean, and it could be this, right? I don't mean that you're making millions and millions of dollars and you know, like all these things that maybe we have the conception that a high achiever is like, it could be, but high achiever, when I'm speaking to these archetypes, I'm really speaking to it, the embodiment. I'm speaking to a way of operating behind the scenes. I'm speaking to a way of being, a way of experiencing life, a way of working, a way of how you are moving through your life and what you are experiencing moment to moment. So in the archetypes, there's certain ways of being and things and operating that comes up that for me categorizes what this archetype is. So it's not necessarily the external, like you're making X amount of money, you have this amount of clients. Cool. It might be that. And it's the way of operating and being that I want to make really clear that I'm speaking to. And it'll be very apparent when I speak onto the high achieving archetype. So for those of you guys that don't know my background, like I said, right now, I coach in leadership. I coach in healing. I coach in flow state. I coach in connection with God, spirit, self, other people that you love in your life relationships. And what I used to do was I was a behavior analyst. So for several years, I was in the applied behavioral analytical field, which if you guys could imagine, I was literally trained to be in my mind. I was trained to analyze behavior. So I was very up here. I was very in the high achiever. And I was making on the outside what looked like a big impact. I had so many different clients. I had so many different families. I actually was starting up and in charge of my entire branch. I was lead behavior analyst in Austin, Texas, and it started growing pretty quickly and rapidly once people started getting our services. And I was in charge of so many things. I was talking to doctors, nurses, uh, families, uh, my bosses and other employees in other states. I was training so many therapists behind the scenes that were working with um, the adults, teens, kids that were diagnosed with disabilities and mainly autism. And I was in charge of a lot. So it looked like on the outside that was making a huge impact, which impact was definitely made. But what I started realizing is I was really stressed. I was really overwhelmed and I was spreading myself thin. I was really in my head. I was 10 steps ahead. And it was this constant battle with myself. And I was like, wow, I love this work and I'm not enjoying it. And I had to really sit with that. And it got to the point where I was having panic attacks. It got to the point where I was taking on new families and clients because I was stressed and pressured to, and I just wasn't feeling like I was like, I didn't have the capacity yet. The quantity kept going up and the quality was going down. So when I speak to, I'm so passionate about new earth leaders creating a depth of impact that is speaking to the quality that we're bringing to our impact, which comes from us, which comes from our way of being and our way of operating. That's why the archetypes are so freaking important. And my fulfillment wasn't there, right? Like when I really sat with it on the outskirts, my life looked awesome. Like I had the four-year partnership. I had the downtown Austin, Texas apartment. I had so many friends in the community. I had and I just felt really disconnected. 
to my happiness, to my pleasure, to my enjoyment, to like the depth of intimacy that I knew I was here for. And it just, it really confused me. So this was several years ago. This is like four years ago now, maybe a little, yeah, four years ago. And I continued my journey in the high achiever and I went into entrepreneurship. So this was, I've been an entrepreneur now for over three years and you know, I, the little backstory, I quit that job, did my yoga teacher training in Bali and then continued traveling through Australia. I was in Bali again. I was in Europe for some time, the U S and now I'm in Nusara, Costa Rica. And I was really on a deep exploration to find answers and to really find this for myself because I knew it was out there. Not that everyone needs to go on this journey, but for me, I was like, I need to separate from everything I know because this isn't working at all. And it was very obvious. The universe was making it very, very clear to me. So I went on this, this journey and I was searching for answers to my own fulfillment, my own happiness and having an impact and being of service yet really feeling like the impact had depth and quality and like was really landing. And I was feeling this within my soul. So that's how I got into entrepreneurship. And the thing about entrepreneurship, if you guys are new on the journey, right? Because some of you guys, some of you guys might be new. Some of you guys may have been leading in the space for several years now. A lot comes up with entrepreneurship. It doesn't matter where you're at on your journey. It's going to bring everything to light that you a don't want to look at, don't want to deal with any of the things that you've been hiding. Like you can't hide from it in entrepreneurship. And that's going to what I'm, what I'm going to speak to on one of the pillars of why it's so essential, because that shit's going to come up. It's not always talked about in the entrepreneur space, right? But it's like, what's actually going on behind the scenes. So I realized pretty quickly that all this stuff, like I was going to have to look at and thank goodness for support. And I will say being in the entrepreneur space, like I said, it's a blossoming. It's not like a transition where it's a quick switch over and it's like, oh, one and done. Like I'm new earth leader, high achiever to new earth leader. This is a journey. It doesn't need to take years like it did for me because I was kind of finding all the pieces and variables and really coming up with this and what I've like discovered. Now I'm like bringing, bringing forth what I wish I would have had back in the day, but I was kind of like pulling from several avenues and discovering this and finding these answers alone, of course, with different mentors and support, but really to get the depth of like what I was experiencing and transform. I've been piecing that together for the last several years myself. <laughs> and what I want to say on that is, you know, I, I hit this point in my entrepreneurship journey where I was watching the blossoming happen. It wasn't like I, you know, like I really unraveled after leaving that behavior analyst job, because I was so burnt out and so overstimulated. And these are all qualities of the high achiever that I was like, okay, like unraveling that. But then as I got in the entrepreneurship journey, and like I said, all my shit was coming up, so to speak, I was noticing that I was still in the high achiever. I was still in that archetype. I was blossoming and changing, but it's been um, a transition over time. It's been that unraveling and that blossoming and it doesn't look perfect even here in this present day. And I don't want to sit here saying I have it all together and I'm perfect. I'm sitting here as a guide of someone who is devoted and walked this path over the last several years, extremely committed 
to this growth, to this blossoming and transition. And I've learned a lot and I've gained a lot. So I hope to share that today with you guys of what I have discovered and how I can support because I know how that road is if you're resonating with what I'm saying of some of the high achieving archetype into the new earth leader. And now being way more blossom and embodied in my new earth leader, I'm so much more fulfilled and happy and satisfied. And my impact really lands in the way I hold space is different. The way I operate, the way I feel is different. And like I said, it's not perfect. We might sway, but I have everything to really bring myself always back. And that is the gift. And it's deeper and deeper and deeper as I go week by week, honestly, lately and month by month. Um, so with the high achieving archetype, what I want to speak to, I do have like a little list here and it's not a lot. <laughs> it's not a lot of like notes and things, but I did want to like touch on a few points of what the high achieving archetype entails so that you guys can be like, do I resonate with this? Am I in this right now? Am I experiencing this? And just get curious for yourself. We don't need to make I don't want to make you guys wrong. I don't want you to overthink these things. I don't want you to think it's a bad thing. It's the the thing is, is that the key to transformation is self-awareness. And as I spoke on this already, at times I was denying some of the stuff to myself or I was like, oh, it's okay. And I was pushing past some of the things I will be speaking on and the high achiever trying to make results happen, which is a high achieving archetype trait. But if we're not focused, what I've learned over time, if we're not actually looking at some of the things I'm talking about, it's not going to land. It's not going to hit. The impact won't be there to the extent and the capacity it could be. And the fulfillment is not going to reach the depths. I say the heights, but really the depths of what we're truly desiring. And it's not going to land. So with the high achiever, some of the traits that I want to speak on, and I'm going to speak to my own personal experience a little bit, is the high achiever is really in the masculine. The high achiever is in, and if you guys don't know, like feminine, masculine, um, everyone has feminine and masculine. It's not just like a gender specific, but we have these two energies and both energies need to be present, but there is an off balance in the high achiever. There's a lot of masculine energy of like the doing, the achieving, the going, the constant busyness, right? This is the masculine. This is the masculine energy. Like I said, we need the masculine, but the high achiever has an off balance of the masculine and feminine and is way more in the hyper-masculine. What also happens in that is the high achiever overthinks. So like I said, I was trained as a behavior analyst, literally to analyze in the mind, imagine how this could be. We overthink things. So how this could show up, this could show up as, yeah, I say, I had a post this week and I was talking about like, what, what would happen is I would go to like sometimes social outings and social gatherings and things. And I would be like overthinking what I was saying when I was there or like what I was doing and my actions. And just like, I didn't feel comfortable and fully in my body because I was overthinking about every little detail. Right. And then after I would self-criticize and be like, why did I say that? Did I do that? Was that weird? You know, all of these things. And this happened also in service. Even when I was an entrepreneur, more in the beginning years, and this has really blossomed over time. And it's beautiful because I really don't feel this way anymore. It's more of like constructive, healthy feedback, new earth leader style. But I was, I would overthink. So I would get out of say, even webinars like this or a coaching session. And I would 
overthink. I'd be like, you know, thinking about what just happened and criticizing and just being really, really, really hard on myself. So this is high achieving archetype, which also ties really into the perfectionism. The high achiever is really caught in perfectionism. Everything needs to look perfect. Everything needs to look, feel, be a certain way and how this could show up. For example, um, this is more in the beginning of my entrepreneurship journey, but like if I would record something or if I would do something or if I would post something, I would nitpick and nitpick and nitpick. And it would take me so long to actually create a fucking post to put on it in social media or say an email. And I would review, 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 review. And I would be overthinking. Or if I recorded something, I'd be like, oh, that's not good. And then have to like redo and continuously be in this perfectionist loop, which really held me back. Um, I spoke to this too, high achievers, very result oriented. So we're focused on the outcome. We're focused on what we want to get. What do we want to get? What do we want to be at the end of outcome, which don't get me wrong. Desired results are great, but we're the high achievers forgetting about the journey. It's not like thinking how, how that version of you is being and operating in order to get the result. We just want the result. We want the end goal within this. Like I already talked about too, we're disconnected from our body because we're so in the mind. We're so overthinking. And one thing that also comes up when this, the high, the high achiever is very fearful. The high achiever has a hard time trusting. And when we're in fear, right? That's the energy that's behind the actions. So how this would show up for me, say, hmm, I was feeling like, oh my God, who's going to sign up for my program? Like when I first started programs and I was like, who's going to sign up? And I was taking action from an energy of fear-based behavior. So I would show up and post on my stories or do something because I was scared. I was fearful of what that space would actually look like, but anyone come in, right? So I'm very fearful. And there was a lack of trust there in the high achiever. The other thing is the giving the power away. So what this looked like for me is that I would have mentors and mentors are amazing. I'm not saying that having a mentor or not having support is not ideal, but when I mentor, I mentor people in that new earth leader archetype to really find that power within because you have your own answers and having a guide and support is helpful. But the high achiever gives their power away, allows the mentor to find the truth, allows them to, they believe is going to fix the situation, going to make the solution so that they can have that outcome, right? Or it gives their power away to other people, if it's family members or friends, and allows that to be given away. Mm, let's see here. Hmm. I kind of spoke on this a little bit too, desires support from fear. So wants a mentor, hires a mentor because they're in, let's say a pickle and they're like, and like, I need a solution now. Hires out of fear, hires out of, they need to fix something. Overly relies on support from mentorship and um, from friends. So this could be like back in the day when I was really in my high achiever, I would call up a friend and I would just like call a million friends. I was totally that fucking person that would like call one friend after another and tell them about a scenario situation. Like, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Always trying to find answers outside of myself. And it's not to say that we can't have support, but it's really giving that power away. Like I talked about to find support or to find the answers outside of you. 
Um, the other that I want to talk about is creates from the mind. So when you are creating, let's say, for example, if you're in the coaching space, creating a post or you're creating an email or something for the event, you're thinking about it. Like, you know, that, that time where you're, and maybe this has been your only way of operating because I didn't know any different for so long too, that you have to think it's like, Hmm, okay, what do I say? Okay. What do I say that? And like, that's what I mean by thinking we are using the mind to create, we're using the mind to speak. This is very in the high achieving archetype. Um, the other thing about the overachiever, oh my gosh, this was so me back in the day, overly plans ahead of time, wants a map, wants to know step-by-step step what's happening. And there's a lot of control that's around this trait, right? Because for so long, when I was a behavior analyst, I literally had several years of my life map up. I'm like, this will happen. This will happen. Okay, I'll get engaged. And then I'll do this. And then I'll be a BCBA. And then all of these things. So the high achiever really wants to map out everything, wants to know step by step, because this is a mechanism of control. So they can control the outcome. Um, super analytical needs to know. They need to know what's going to happen. Okay, like what's going to happen, right? you guys ever been there where you're, something will be happening and you're like, okay, but what, what and then the mind questions, cause it wants to know it's like, okay, well then what, like, what will happen then? Or what, what will we go from there? So it needs to know that it's from fear and lack of control. Like I said, that's kind of the energy behind that. Um, actions feel rigid. When I was really in my high achiever, I remember going through steps and it was like, okay, I'm, I do this and then I do this and then I do this. And the energy, the experience and the embodiment of the high achiever, it just, things felt rigid. And like, I was kind of just going through motions, right? And I don't know if you guys resonate with that. That was something that for years, I really, really felt that the high achiever is scared to fully feel they want to avoid emotions. Big emotions are scary to them. They don't want to, they, they like if they have anger, if they have um, sadness or that, they'll, they'll distract themselves. They'll try to avoid, they don't want to go there to feel, feel scary because what will happen? Will they be able to hold that? So that was me for so long, just like numbing if it was with alcohol or friends or it's keeping busy, right? We get stuck in that hamster wheel of busyness. So yeah, scared to fully feel and to really go there with themselves. Mm. Point A to point B focus. I'm here. I want to get here, right? Kind of talked about that already. They have a mentality of when I reach that then. When I make this amount of money, then I will be happy. These are just examples. Once I move, then I'll hire the mentor. Once I this, right? Fill in the blanks. So they have a really, it's not, um, it's the other way around <laughs> the new earth leader. I'll talk about that more in the new earth leader, but it's like an, uh, postponing because you're waiting for something external or something to happen. So then you can do it, which is a big way to excuse ourselves from what we actually want to do and who we want to be. Um, I used to do this all the time. And if we stay in that, if we stay in that, we really prevent ourselves from actually moving forward. Mm, fluctuating energy levels. So the high achiever, like I said, they're really, they, they can be in loops of burnout. They can be in loops of exhaustion. They're kind of an, I call it the wave. 
or the roller coaster where it's like they're really up, they're overstimulated, they're excited, they're happy, and then they're down. And then they're up and then they're down. And that's not to say that we don't feel emotions and we don't experience emotions. I make that very clear to clients I work with and even myself, right? Emotions are healthy. I'm going to talk about that new earth leader archetype, but it's more of the fluctuating, the extremes of the burnout and the energy levels going up really high, feeling really, really good, feeling good, low, feeling up, feeling down. Um, overstimulation. So, right, this could show up, you go in social settings, social situations, and you feel very ungrounded and overstimulated and like everything around. And I'm a very, I don't know if you guys resonate with this too. Like I'm a very sensitive being. I feel energy, very hyper aware. I would say I feel energy. I'm sensitive to things. So that overstimulation was really extreme when I was in the high achiever, I would feel overly stimulated around groups of people in social situations, like wherever I was. And that was really difficult. I'm going to turn on this light real quick. We got a little wave of some shade coming in. Okay, there we go. So yeah, uh, overly stimulated, overwhelmed easily. This could show up as oh my God, I have a million things to do. Okay. And then like the overwhelm kicks in and then that, that experience and that embodiment is like suffocating right to our being. We're overwhelmed easily. We start thinking of things and we're like, Oof. so that experience, the high achievers in the overwhelm quite frequently, they're mentally consumed their headspace. And what this could look like is, and it's something that you need to be really self-aware of and just notice you're mentally if the overwhelm, right? Because there's like the thoughts that are happening. That's uh, mentally consumed. But also it could be where maybe it's not even stuff going on, but like this thought pops in and this thought pops in. What does that person say? What does that think? I have this work thing. What about this work thing, right? And like all of the thoughts are there. Like we're really mentally consumed up here. There's a lot going on. This is high achiever. Um, High achievers that I've worked with and what I've experienced myself sometimes have social anxiety, right? They go around being around people and like they just get this at the time it's like undescribable. Like, I don't, I just feel anxious. Right. So they're like around people in social situations. It's, they feel uncomfortable. They feel like anxiety comes up. They feel ungrounded. That's how it can show up. Um, high achiever, hyper independent. I can do this alone mentality. I want to do it alone. I've got this. It's like hyper independence. And this was me for so long. And there's a lot of reasons. Of course, that's what we're going to go into the pillars. <laughs> but it was like, I've got this. I'm going to do this alone. I'm going to make this shit happen, which don't get me wrong. Drive is good, but it's a hyper independence that puts us in this state of I can do it alone. I've got this. I'm going to make this shit happen. Um. Let's see here. Doesn't always, sometimes doesn't have much community, um, likes to keep to themselves. <clears throat> this is a potential. Uh, triggered by others' success. They're in competition mode. They feel like they're competing with people around them, especially in the entrepreneur space. You're in that arena. You're around a lot of people and a lot of other mentors and coaches. They feel triggered when they see other people's success. Oh my God, they're doing it. Oh, and it triggers something within them. They're feeling like they have to compete with everyone. They play smaller than they are. They know that there's a bigness, but they just keep it safe, right? They're scared to be fully seen in who they are. 
They're scared to fully bring their expression to be seen in the world. If that's on screens and service and social media, or if that's even in person with friends or family, it feels scary, unsafe for them to be fully seen. Um, they might copy others subconsciously because they're scared of being fully seen. So that could look like taking on another mentor, which I've done in the beginning of my entrepreneur years. I would take on other mentors' personality traits because I was really scared of being seen. So I would subconsciously start copying because I was like, oh, my unique expression. I'm going to just take bits and pieces of other people. Um, doesn't have much an identity outside of work. They're very work-focused, mission-focused. That is their life. That is what consumes their, their time, occupies their headspace. They're just very driven. So outside of work, they don't really know who they are, or what they like to do, or like what that looks like. Um, they're left feeling unsatisfied, like something's missing. Like, And I call that the void, right? But there's just something in them that's like, they feel like they're chasing and trying to get something. Like they're like, I don't know what's missing, but just something, it doesn't feel complete. Um, they push, they force, grabby energy, right? This could be an entrepreneur space, like trying to get certain things, pushing people to do things, forcing that energy, right, is out. It's very high achiever. Um, what will I get from this energy? So me, say if I'm having the webinar, high achiever would be like, what am I going to get from doing this? Like what? what's at the end? What's in it for me? Um, they might have trouble sleeping, right? They might be caught up in thoughts at night. They might have trouble fully relaxing. It takes them a while to fall asleep. Maybe they wake up a bunch. Um, they have worst case scenario playing out a lot of the times like, Oh man, what if that happens? That happens. And like mine kind of goes in spirals with certain things. Um, something that I experienced I've put on here is sometimes the message is distorted, right? Cause we're scared of being fully seen or we're like kind of confused with what we're saying. And like that message, the truth of what we want to speak out into existence is distorted. It doesn't like land fully. It's not fully what you want to express. It's like switch changed, um, lack of trust with others. And that could be with mentors. Like, I don't know if I trust that person with friends and it's kind of keeping a distance, right? Um, lives in extremes, all or nothing. I'm going to do this. I'm going to have the morning routine. I'm going to do all this or I'm not doing it at all. This is how it can look like in that sense. So like living in the extremes of I'm doing it all or I'm not doing it. So right, both sides of the spectrum here. Um, follow solely other ways of doing it. And I did this more in the beginning of my entrepreneur journey. So I was like, okay, that was their roadmap to success. This is how it looked like. I'm going to do that. That's the way. Like following it to the T. Like this is it. This is the plan. Someone gave this to me. I'm going to take this on and this is everything right? Um, gaslights themselves. So this could be feeling something, maybe you're feeling, but you're like, oh no, I don't think that, that, that didn't, I, I don't know. Like you're saying, maybe you're having a feeling, maybe even to come to this webinar where you're like, hmm, I don't know. And like, you're gaslighting yourself. This could be with something that say your partner, this happened with me before. And this even the last, uh, several months ago of like having a knowing that, this wasn't it. And I would feel this and I would just tell myself, no, 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 no. We're just working on things. Right. So it was gaslighting my own self. This is very high achiever. Um, lack sensual and sexual connection to self and others. So kind of feeling, mm, I want to use the word like stale when you're not connected to it. It's like, you don't feel much juiciness. Like it just kind of feels like, bleh. And you're not really connected to sexuality and sensuality. You're not uh, turned on. You're not feeling a high sex drive. 
and sensuality and sexuality is different, but I'm just, I'm linking these because I want to talk about both. And yeah, just lacks that, that, mm, right. It feels a little kind of like, uh, like stale, disconnected from it. Not really experiencing that. Um, fluctuating creativity, highs and lows. Sometimes they're feeling a lot of creativity and then others they're like, wait, and they're like, oh, I'm not really feeling creative. I don't have anything to express to show. And like, if there's like highs and lows, so that kind of goes into extremes stuck in the, I'm so busy mentality. When something comes up, like, oh, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. Right. This used to be my famous line. I literally used to call myself like, I'm Sarah. I'm so busy. <laughs> I would tell this to everyone. And that was like a constant, um, it was my mindset of looking at life. Mm, let's see here. Scared to truly slow down. And that plays out with that. I'm too busy. Like slowing down felt scary. It felt foreign. It felt like I couldn't fully settle and land in my body. Um, rest tends to feel uncomfortable. Because you can be laying down and resting, but not actually fully resting. You guys know what I mean? Like this is very on, high achieving entrepreneur. Like I would rest, but like my body wasn't fully resting and my mind wasn't fully resting. So I wasn't fully restoring. Um, they're usually stuck in fight or flight nervous system. This can come in like uh, hyper-focused, sunken eyes, like alertness, um, very like survival-esque, right? Their beings are tense, activated. So that's how that shows up in the nervous system. They struggle to surrender. It's like they feel like they can't fully let go of control. Um Let's see here. Sometimes what would happen for me is I would create, and this is kind of perfectionism tendencies again. I would sometimes create content and then I would delete it. I'm like, no, mm. I put something up, delete it, right? Because I'm like, I can't put that out there. Um, not comfortable in full self-expression. So this kind of links to the being seen. Overly compensates for confidence. So sometimes I would show up on my stories and I would overly compensate because I didn't actually feel confident and comfortable. So I would be super overexcited where like it wasn't my real embodiment to overcompensate for it, for overcompensate for not actually feeling confident in what I was saying and sharing. Um, let's see here. Tries to prove. I need to prove to other people. They need to understand. They need to get me. Um, sometimes it can come, and this is an intentional, is manipulation of like trying to get people to do things for your benefit. And this can show up in personal and in service and work. Gives excuses, really overgiving the high achiever, gives, 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 and depletes themselves. They're scared to ask for help or scared to ask, right, for support. And they sometimes feel guilt and shame and they hold that emotion in and they they don't share that and that can feel really heavy in the body. They fear vulnerability. Vulnerability is a scary world to them to be able to fully speak and their truth and to be seen. And that's scary for them. So they hide their deepest truth. They have difficulty sometimes expressing emotions and how they're authentically feeling in that moment. Like say with a partner, like they're feeling, they would just kind of mm, like act like that and be like, no, I'm fine. Right. And just kind of keep going. Um, question their uniqueness. Like what's unique about me? Kind of like questioning their thoughts of self and how they feel. Um, let's see here. I talked about ungrounded, overly excited. It can sometimes come off as fake energy. We've all felt this in the entrepreneur space. And I've been in this personally myself before where it's like 
that doesn't feel real. I'm not relating. It's because it's not authentic. It's overly excited. Puts a lot of pressure on self, like needs to do this. It needs to be this way. And that feels very like tense, right? Uh, they feel kind of broken, right? They feel broken, like they need to be fixed. They feel weighed down. They have a mentality sometimes. Ooh, I got a little sliver in my toe. Mentality of this is so hard. This is so hard, right? They keep that mentality. They sometimes experience like a deep sense of loneliness, even with they're with people. Like I used to have a lot of friends back in the day, but I still felt a deep sense of loneliness with, and it didn't matter the amount of people, the quantity, like I felt alone. I felt lonely when I was really in the high achiever. Um, they get stressed out easily. Like thing, like everything seems like a lot quickly. It's like, Oof, man, okay, that's really stressing me out. They're scared of what family sometimes will think or say. Like this was a big one for me why I couldn't put myself out there. Um, they feel easily set off by others. So they feel triggered. Like everything feels quite frequently, like triggers them. Like this person doing that, that triggers me. My family says that I'm triggered. I'm activated. So their nervous system gets activated very easily. Um, there's spirals when confronted by someone. So if someone's trying to have a difficult conversation, they'll kind of like spiral, they'll get overly protected. And I call this like the shield. They're carrying armor. They're very defensive. <clears throat> so someone would say something to me, like a friend, I would get really defensive about it and put armor on. Um, let's see here. They feel like they're plowing through to-dos. Like they're if they're doing to-dos, even if they feel like they're really fucking getting stuff done, they're just like plowing through it. They're like, okay, this thing, not this thing, not this thing. And it's just like this checklist. And then at the end, there's like a lack of satisfaction there. It's like, okay, well, I just did all that. Why do I feel like this? And then it's like, oh, that, that list adds up again. Um, so fleeting fulfillment, they sometimes feel happy. And then eh, like, it's like very fluctuating. They have a codependency in their business and relationships. So this actually, depending on your attachment style, this could show up for me, for example, I had an anxious attachment style. I don't resonate with that anymore, but what that would look like is that I would have a partner and say, and this blossomed over time. This was a, a journey that he would go away and then I would feel like, oh, I feel, I felt very needy. I felt very attached, right? I was like, no, don't leave. Or like, where are you going? Like it was this constant like anxiety with that. So this also showed up in my business. Like I couldn't fully step away when I did. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm behind. Um, what's going to happen? My business isn't going to do well. I, things aren't going to happen if I fully step away. So I would be checking constantly and look at notifications. I would be looking at signups. I'd be looking at things. So this is how that codependency showed up for me in business and relationships. And also with friendships of like needing them to answer, needing them to hang out. Like if they couldn't be there, like I felt anxious, I felt overwhelmed and I would put that energy on them. So it actually impacts a lot of fucking things. Um, Hard to step away from business, I said. They're always thinking about business, even when they're not doing it. Um, doesn't like being alone, or they overly like being alone. So I kind of swayed in both of these with the high achiever. Like I hated being alone for a while, and then like I really like being alone and isolated myself. So it kind of like can sway to those extremes. Um, they don't want to shake grounds with people. That's a scary place. Like if they have a conversation, they're like, I don't. That's going to upset them. So they don't want to like shake that grounds. Um, takes other perspective as their own. So they'll take something on completely without questioning it of like, oh, okay, that's the way. 
um, difficulty enjoying outside of work. They want to enjoy out of work, but it's hard for them. It's hard for the high achiever to go do something, even when they're doing it. It's like they fully can't drop in to feel of the fun and play and the enjoyment of the process. They usually take things too seriously. They have a too serious, like, okay, things, things feel serious. Um, they need everything to have a point. Okay. I'm doing this because blank. Everything needs to have a purpose, a point. I'm not saying that that's not a good thing sometimes, but everything needs to, that can be unhealthy. Um, sometimes their heart, and this is what I want to say about the high achiever. I'm pointing out a lot of the things that come up in this because this is what happens. They're very devoted. They're driven human beings being in the high achiever. And I'm speaking because I know this archetype really fucking well that sometimes they care so much, but the, the heart, it's sometimes skewed because of the ego. So the ego really comes into play in the high achiever, big ego. And sometimes we can deny this, right? It's like, no, no, we're, we're doing service. So it showed up for me for a while. It was like, you know, I'm ooh, glass right here. Um, I'm heart centered, right? That word was so conceptual for me and I was serving, but it was really the energy of like validation to get something like the ego is very fed in the high achiever. So it's, um, yeah, the heart can be skewed in that the purity of the service and not until just in the recent months have I felt the power really feeling into the collective and really feeling that in my being when I'm serving and I'm going to speak to that in new earth leader. Um, but for the high achiever, it's, it's not really, it, it is about that because they have a big heart and they really want to give and they want to help and they want to serve and support, but it comes off different because of the ego getting in the way. Um, like I said here, external validation for value and worth, like this showed up as like, I needed certain likes to, for it to be like a good post, or I needed um, a certain amount of people to attend certain things for it to actually matter and feel worthy and value. Um, they overly need that attention to feel good. So they seek that from people, right? And it's good to get praised and celebrated, but it was like, they need that in order to feel that internally within. Um, they're usually one mind focus and tunnel vision. So it's like, I have this goal, this is what I'm doing in business. And that's all I'm focused on. Very tunnel vision, one point focus, like they will get there and they usually do, but it's ignoring the fulfillment aspect, right? Cause it's like, I am going to it and I'm charging for it. Um, over emphasis on titles and certifications. They really care about, and not that that's not a good thing, but it's like, they identify it. Their identity is like overly wrapped around titles and certifications um, they feel a lack of belonging sometimes, like they don't really belong anywhere. Um, this showed up for me a lot until the recent months. Like I didn't really feel fully like I belonged. Um, they can be skeptical on things. They're scared to usually trust money and love. It's like, like, I don't really trust that, like that energy around it. They're scared to sometimes open their fullest spiritual capacity and gifts to the world. Like they know what they hold is so fucking special and it is and something so unique and they feel within, but to share that it's like, that might be too much or too spiritual or whatever it is. And it kind of, they're scared to open that to the world. They're feared of being disliked. They don't want to be disliked by other people. They're usually always 10 steps ahead or they're stuck in the past. I knew this one so well. It's like really hard to be fully here. It was like, always thinking, okay, I have that to do. And then that happened. And it was like this back and forth. Um, it's sometimes hard for other people to feel their heart and their softness because they feel like hard or they're disconnected from that. So it's hard for people to feel their heart. 
they always seem to be in a rush, right? Like they're, oh, sorry, I'm busy. I got to do this. I'll talk to you later. Like, and there's one thing if you are in the middle of something, but they're always in this like rush energy, um, underlying urge to do an anxious energy. Like they need to keep doing and achieving to feel good. Um, yeah, that, that really covers it. And that's a lot. And like I said, I'm speaking to a lot of the things that were challenges for me that I know really fucking well. I know that list to the fucking T because I lived it. I embodied that version so deeply and they have such a big heart. They have so many unique gifts and they have important service that will impact this world because it's changed their freaking life. And some of these things keep them in the high achiever. And I'm going to speak to the conversation that I'm seeing in the entrepreneur space, but these things really hold them back from blossoming into their fullest potential and who they're really here and designed to be. So I want to speak to that because these people, like there's amazing things. There's just a lot that's going on and what I just shared about. So now what I want to speak to is I want to speak to the new earth leader archetype. And what, what's coming through, what's channeling through here is that when I speak to these, I want to share some of the pillars integrated in because I just shared like the high achiever and then I'm going to be sharing the new earth leader. And I want to speak at how the pillars play into these to get me and not to get me to have me feel and experience and operate a way of being of where I'm actually embodied in the result. And that's new earth leader. It's like the journey and the focus on the embodiment and the energy, and then it actually is happening. So for the new earth leader, they're integrated in both their masculine and feminine in a healthy way. What does this look like? They, they can get things done, but they're also very in the way of being that feels good along the way so they can enjoy. So that's the feminine. It's relaxed. It's soft. It's still getting stuff done. It's flowing with both worlds. A big part of this, what I want to speak on that helped me in that aspect was flow state. So flow state is something that's part of my mentorship. I'm going to be speaking to out of the box at the end for those of you guys that are interested to actually taking this journey and going deeper within this work. That flow state was one of my main pillars. Flow state, connecting to this altered state of consciousness and really having different supportive tools and frameworks around flow state, which I, you know, I uniquely teach of like flow blocks and flow scheduling and state, um, state training and all these certain things to really actually be in flow state. Cause it's one thing to have balance in your life and your business, but it's also a whole nother world to connect to flow state, because this is where we're able to really, um, get into an altered state of consciousness where you can feel at your highest levels of fulfillment along the way. So this provides a beautiful balance of actually being able to drop into your masculine and your feminine. So for example, like I worked with one past student who was in one of my past programs and she said, wow, I've really been like in feminine embodiment and trying to take some of the stuff on, but it wasn't until I took on some of these frameworks that you teach that I actually fully arrived in my feminine, that I'm actually experiencing that way of being in the actions and in the day to day. So it was so beautiful to hear that from her and speaking on healing, because that's another one of the pillars that I've used. And there's so many areas you're, 
one thing I want to say, your healing journey is so unique and intricate. And that's why I'm so passionate about individualization. We diving into healing in so many different forms. Cause one thing is our nervous systems, a need to be healed so we can actually feel safe to relax and be in our feminine. And there's also a, a, when we're able to use flow state to get into the masculine and feminine balance. One thing that I had a past student tell me too, is that she was able to actually heal things that she wasn't previously able to heal that were more conceptual in her mind that she would think and understand the healing process. But it wasn't until she actually somatically felt it in her body because flow state allowed her to drop in deeper to the healing processes that we were doing and navigating together so that she actually felt because we need to somatically feel things to heal that she was able to actually sink into those emotions and depths. So it's a beautiful combination of the healing pillar and the flow state pillar, when you can really combine these together, it benefits in so many areas. It allows deeper healing to actually occur and happen. Um, the other thing for the new earth leader allows the divine to flow through them and becomes a divine channel. So this is something that I say and that I teach. So when you're using flow state and you're really in this altered state of consciousness, you are becoming, you're opening up your channel, your unique channel to, to God, to universe, to source, inspiration, whatever you want to call it, doesn't matter, whatever you relate to, that you actually are in a state of consciousness where the mind shuts down, the analytical mind shuts down, and you can flow exactly what wants to be expressed out and through you. So this is how we're not using the mind anymore. So you really become the divine channel as a new earth leader, because the new earth leader understands that there is a divine mission that wants to flow through them a unique message, a unique essence, and that it doesn't actually come from the thinking mind. Actually, we need to open up to altered states of consciousness for this to flow through. So this is how you create. This is how I create content. This is how I do emails. This is how I serve webinars. Like I let the divine flow through me. That doesn't mean to say that there's not a little prep, but it's, this is completely channeled, right? High achiever can look like I'm like reading things off. I'm like, <gasps> Okay, like reading every little part, I used to want to do that and plan and prep and have everything together. But now I trust, I trust deeply in my business and I trust deeply in my work and my service and my way of being because I'm opening myself to be that divine channel so things can flow from God out. So I have a very spiritual lens on business with the new earth leader. Um, the Oh, it just makes me so happy reading these. I love them. Okay, so the new earth leader is very kind and compassionate with their with their themselves. They feel such a high level of self-love that they truly are their their own best friend, their own best lover. And that's how they can be such a good friend and lover to others because they're so kind and compassionate and delicate and loving with themselves. This could show up as something happens that's like out of the norm or like something didn't go as well as they thought maybe, or a mis they make a mistake and they're just like, hmm, they have so much compassion, so much kindness and love themselves through that. Um, let's see here. Allows room for progress while putting stuff out there. So they're not held back by perfectionism anymore. They're, they're, you know, they, they create their the divine channel and then they put things out and then they're like, okay, cool. And then I'm going to make progress on this. And they have that mindset of they're able to effortlessly without overanalyzing or critiquing put out. And this is where flow state really comes into place too. And it helps, um, their journey focus. They're looking at the experience of how they're feeling and how they're moving 
through the motions. So flow state, once again, has really, really helped me in this process. Um, also the kind and compassionate with self. The other pillar, one of the main pillars is connection to God, connection to self, connection to other people. And when I'm talking about connection, I'm talking a very intimate, deep, authentic connection and way of relating. So for me to be so kind and compassionate with myself, it's because I have such a deep, intimate connection with myself, with spirit, with source, with other humans. This is all interconnected and interrelated about how the connection piece to whom, whomever and self that it is. Um, they're connected to their body and their spirit. They feel in their body. They're in their heart space. So when they're speaking, it's their heart is open and it's coming through their heart. People can feel their heart because it's open. They're coming from their body. They're connected to their spirit and a higher power and a higher source. And there's trust there. So that's where the connection piece comes in too, that they can fully surrender and they can fully trust because they're so connected to this higher power and how the higher power is communicating with them and how they can feel the presence always there, which connects to the flow state pillar that they are so connected right? They're in, you can feel that energetically from them. And that's how they run their business, how they run, they know their truth, how they can trust because they feel it and it's flowing, literally flowing through them. Um, they hold their power. They don't give it away. They know they can be guided and supported and held, which is the beautiful part about the new earth leader, but they hold their power. It, that stays within them. That's innately within them. And they feel that holding. They serve from a place of abundance. So when they're taking actions, when they're doing things, they're doing it from inspiration. They're doing it from a place of overflow. They feel internal abundance. So say, for example, something happens in your business and like your money is kind of like fluctuating for some month because sometimes this happens, right? Things are fluctuating. They're not giving their power and their abundance away. When that's happening, they're not feeling the lack and the abundance dependent on external variables. They're always feeling that place of abundance deeply rooted within them. Um, they trust the downloads, the feelings, the messages that are coming and they can act on those. They trust that that is truth. Um, desire support from place of desire, right? I desire support. I want to be held in community. I want to have a mentor. Mm, that feels good. This is desire. They love the unknown. They know that's the space for miracles. So they trot like the unknown is their favorite place to be because they know they're constantly birthing their divine path from the unknown. They allow for a loose structure and spontaneity. So they, they like flexible structure. This is how they're in the masculine and feminine. I have a lot of frameworks that I teach inside a flow state that allow you, that actually allow for this masculine and feminine balance. Because sometimes you hear this spoken about in the entrepreneur space and it's like, okay, yeah, well, how? How am I getting this? And it's more loose. And that's how people really struggle to connect to it. But I teach really like flexible structures and new earth leaders love having that spontaneity, but also being held in the container because that's how they can really flow in their feminine and they feel held and supported because there's guidance and direction there. Um, they're flexible, they're adaptable, they're able to, right? They don't feel rigid. There's a, this moving energy within them that they can be flexible and adapt. As you guys can see, I'm like so much more of my new earth leader energy because I'm just like, <laughs> like this is how it feels. Um, they have a healthy balance between work and personal life. So they, they're really devoted to their mission and they're dedicated, but they also have a lot of fulfillment. They have 
people that they consider their soul tribe, their soul community, their sisters, their whatever you want to call it, deep, deep friendships, connections with their family. They're in touch. doesn't mean it's constant, but they have an abundant amount of people that they love and have deep connections with and experiences with and conversations with. And they have a really healthy balance in their relationships outside of work. Their partnerships, their friendships feel very enriched and taken care of and nurtured. And they have both the balance of the mission and the relationships. And this is connection to relationship self mm, that I teach and I coach in that allows you to relate on a whole different level. So there's a level of quality and depth in the connection and relationships. You feel seen, heard, held, and just like you get, you fucking get that person. And there's like a deep soul connection within their relationships. If it's with God themselves and other humans. So this provides a very healthy work-life balance. Um, they fully embrace their feelings and allow it to be this in entirety. So they know they have the capacity and the ability to hold whatever comes. They feel deeply. They let like, even sometimes for me, like, I'm like, I love, I welcome in crying and tears and grief and anger and all the feelings. And they feel they have the capacity and they know how to move through these emotions healthily and transmute and alchemize. So this is new earth leader energy, um, allows actions before they're actually ready. So they know that it's like, okay, I'm creating, I'm becoming that version before it even actually happens. So they take that space from such a level of trust and abundance from source and feeling that so internally within them, which is part of the healing work, which is another one of the pillars that they, they can act before they trust so deeply that they don't need to know they can let go of control and trust because they have a feeling and take actions before the thing shows up that they're like, excusing from right so it's like this could be an example of like I'm going to leap into a program for example before I'm ready like ready is a an illusion it's a construct so it's like oh okay the money I trust that that's coming um I'm going to do the move like for me to Costa Rica I'm going to do the move before I know someone there before I whatever the story was right it's like nope I feel I go I trust let that unfold let time show you the why um Let's see here. They have a maintainable, consistent balance of energy and emotions. So they feel regulated. They feel good. They feel clear. This could show up as like, they just feel very deeply in their bodies and they feel very at peace and they feel at ease and they just feel like things are moving. Life is moving through them in a very healthy, fluid way. They feel very grounded. They feel anchored in their leadership. And that's another one of the pillars, embodied leadership. And the way I speak to this is leaders really stepping into their power, their fullest power and potential. They feel confident in that. They feel calm. They feel grounded. They feel anchored. The way that they're holding space is really powerful. So I'm sure you guys can feel on here, like my energy is very holding of the space. So when they're holding clients, they're holding retreats, they're whatever they're doing, they're in friendships with circles. They feel very grounded. They feel regulated. They feel in their power. They feel like they can be in vulnerability. They feel soft and they feel open. Um, they feel spacious in their body, spacious in their life. They feel like they have choice and movement and fluidity in it. They have like-minded, supported, uplifting friendships and connections that truly want to see them thrive. They love seeing their friends thrive. They're their biggest cheerleaders. They love when people are doing well. 
this is part of the healing work too. So one of the pillars I guess speaking to healing, there's a lot of healing that needs to go on to sometimes if we're feeling triggered by other people's success, all these things, like we want to get to a place and this is the healing work that's happening behind the scenes in order to get to a place where we can actually be comfortable in connections and groups of people and social situations and other people's success. So there's a lot of healing that happens in this. This is why one, it's one of the big pillars. They're comfortable with themselves. They're intimate with themselves. They're connected to their sensuality and pleasure. So they feel this life force energy almost like dripping through them. And they feel very intimate and sensual with their life and the way that they're moving through it and in their connections and with themselves. So that's a big thing in the connection that we work in. And one of those pillars, um, they know everyone, they, oh, they play big. They're out of their comfort zone a lot. They're comfortable being seen in their vulnerability. They share exactly how they are. They're comfortable and inspired by their authentic expression. And they can share that with like people they're close with. They can share that online, not that you're sharing everything, but they feel very comfortable being seen in who they are because they know who they are and they're, they're comfortable in that. They embrace their own uniqueness. They find their inspiration and power from within their self-sourced. <clears throat> they know that they are innately good enough and it's not just saying it like they truly feel that they're good in, good enough. They have a deep sense of satisfaction after doing things like after service. They're like, mm, that feels juicy. That felt good. I feel fulfilled after connecting with someone. They're like, mm, like you feel that satisfaction deeply within your being. They feel full. They feel complete. They have an identity outside of work. Like I said, really uh, healthy balance of the two. They trust, they allow, they receive, they allow themselves to receive and they trust and they allow for that. They have a, how can I contribute energy <laughs> for the collective? So this is the heart centeredness. This is some healing work around this too. One of the other pillars of really being in that heart space and having that collective embodiment. <laughs> They have deep, rest restful, restorative sleep. They have easy time sleeping. They feel very rested and restored. They have peace in being, peace in silence, even in social situations. They have best case scenario playing out. They trust other people. They they speak directly to what they mean. So their words are piercing. They're, mm, they're in their power. What they say is what they mean and it's felt. They create their own innovative ways. They take support and guidance, but they create unique pathways from their own being and own experience that is innovative, that's new, that's life-changing. Um, they trust themselves. They allow guidance and support with others. They want to be a part of community. They consistently have life force and creativity flowing through them and birthing things. So it feels like this very, like, mm, like creativity is flowing out of them consistently it's not like we're always in these big masses of, but like it's consistent and it's fluid and it's flowing and birthing from them they're comfortable in their own skin and their own expression I'm like laughing right now because as I'm like speaking this into existence I feel a whole different embodiment because the energy around the high achiever is very different than new new earth leader as you can tell like the way I'm speaking it I'm like mm-mm-mm-mm-mm <laughs> Because <laughs> it's so much more fulfilling and impactful being in this energy that I'm speaking of. Like I feel embodied in the energy as I'm speaking in it. Um, they don't need to prove to anyone. They know. They take responsibility, radical responsibility for themselves and their actions. They give and receive equally. They trust money. They trust love. They have a very deep sense of self-honoring for themselves. Um, they express 
all and accept their emotions and their different sides of them. They feel very comfortable and accepting of all of them. They feel authentic. They know who they are. Mm. Their expression and embodiment matches. Like I said, I spoke on the social media, like when they show up, it's like who they are. It, it matches who they are behind the scenes. So there's like an alignment there. There's a trust that's felt in that because there's a realness that's in it energetically. Um, they feel lightness and peace, even when like things like around them are, you know, there's projections or there's things going on, they can feel lightness and peace and like things are flowing there and they can stay and they can hold the experience for what it is. They feel soft, they feel relaxed. They fulfill, they're enjoying the process. They have a long-term mindset. They gratefully receive support. They love, they ask when they need help. Um, they're comfortable initiating uncomfortable conversations and navigating these. They know how to have the hard, truthful, authentic conversations. Um, they have a playful attitude with life and service. They're having fun. They're enjoying it. There's a lightness and a, a joy to it. They're heart-centered and led. And their value and worth comes from within. Like they know, like it's not validated on anything outside of themselves. And this is a fucking journey, right? Like this is something that, like I said, it's a blossoming. This took me several years to really get to the place I even am today. Um, they don't feel attached to identity and titles like that. They know that's not them. They have a sense of self and identity without the titles. They feel a sense of belonging. They feel open to sharing their spiritual gifts and who they are. They're immersed in the present moment. They're able to be fully with someone. So that impacts really their service. They're fully with the people that they're serving. They're fully with their partner. They're fully with their family. They're fully with their creations. Like they're really in the present here and now. And that's felt energetically that they are here. Like they've arrived and they're staying here. And then when they move on, right? And then it's, they're present with something else. Um, they're in their heart. People feel them deeply. You can feel them. You can even feel me now how this is coming from my heart. Like you feel their heart space open. That's how they're leading. That's how they're serving. That's how they're loving. So these are well, all of the new earth leader things that I had done. So you can see the difference. There's a difference in frequency. There's a difference in energy. There's a different embodiment and there's a different experience. Most importantly, that's happening behind the scenes. And Ooh, got a little ant crawling on me. I'm going to take a little sip of water quick. So I immersed some of those four pillars into explaining the new theater leaders. So you can see how those show up. So the four main pillars, just to clarify quickly, our flow state, our healing is connection with self, others, and God, and embodied leadership. So what I mean by these, I want to recap on these things really quickly. The reason embodied, we'll start with embodied leadership. Being an embodied leader to me is being in your power, is being able to be vulnerable, is staying anchored and holding a large capacity and frame for your clients, your students, for life, for your relationships. It's not just in your service. It's being an embodied leader in all that you do, being able to have the capacity and the tools and the way of moving and holding yourself in embodied leadership. You're really walking your talk. You're being the example. You're innovative. You're going first. You're trusting. You're, people feel that sense of holding in your presence. It's an energetic feel of embodied leadership. And this is how that feels. With healing, healing is very deep, right? I spoke on the healing with some of the triggers, right? Because those are areas to go in and heal deeper. 
It's also within your attachment styles. I spoke to the codependency in the business and relationships and all these things. So it's like healing these parts of ourselves. It's also healing when we're right. The scared of being seen and being vulnerable of being defensive, all these things, these are areas to heal, to birth in and blossom more into the new earth leader traits that I was speaking of. So there's a lot of healing work. Then there's flow state. So this is really how I bring in the balance of the masculine and the feminine in a very different way. So you can be a divine channel for your business and your life and be in an altered state of consciousness so that you can access more and greater information from spirit, God, source, and use that to channel out and effortlessly and through the body and the heart move through your life. So that's going to be flow state. And then what was the other one I had? So we had What is the reaction here? Okay, I don't know what that was. Interesting. Okay, so we had flow state, we had healing, we had embodied leadership. Oh my gosh, why am I forgetting? Flow state, healing. Oh, connection. <laughs> so connection is going to go really into the fulfillment piece. So connection to, we need to be deeply connected and intimate and sensual with our own selves, with our own being, really know our own selves and be connected with God's or spirit, right? These are kind of interconnected. It's like how we're able to connect to ourselves in order to connect to other people and then finding the depth and the relating in the relationships to how to be seen and felt and close and really be intimate and naked with each other and not physically naked. I mean, yeah, naked if you want. I love being naked, but I mean like without the mask, without the things so we can really relate in conscious communication in ways. So this is a whole other part of one of the pillars that helped me really get into the embodied leadership or sorry, not in the body leadership to get into the new earth leader. So those are the four pillars of me kind of like phrasing those a little bit for you that anchored in and helped me go from the high achiever and blossom over into this new earth leader archetype. So soak that in. That was a lot of information. Sit with it. Ask yourself the hard questions. Be with it. Let me know what comes up. That was a lot. I'm going to take a sip of water. Before I dive into the conversation and what I've been noticing in the entrepreneurial space, this is a very important conversation I want to have and links to directly what I was speaking to is I want to mention that if you're feeling called, if you're like, man, I'm really resonating with the high achieving archetype, or maybe you're in the new earth leader, but you want to even anchor in even deeper into your new earth leader archetype, and you're resonating with the pillars, because I bring a really unique approach, having a very multidimensional approach. And this is something I struggled with, because I felt like I was going to so many different avenues and coaches and programs and trainings in order to get the full encompass package of the answer that I was searching for in the beginning of my discovery search that I went on for the last several years. So I'm really bringing a multidimensional approach for entrepreneurs specifically, for humans that are really devoted to their mission so that they can live a very fulfilling and rich life with lots of meaning and satisfaction and all of the things I talked about in the new earth leader and also be a greater, higher, impactful service to this world and expand their capacity and keep the depth and the quality there. So I'm bringing all of these different pillars and avenues to transition high achieving into the new earth leader to anchor deeper into your new earth leader archetype. So if you're resonating with this, the journey that I have is called out of the box. What we do is we're literally going to walk through the journey that I just said. 
We are going to blossom more from that high achiever into the new earth leader using the pillars and the journey is three months long. So we start on October 30th, which is a Monday and double check that. <laughs> and it's three months long of us diving into all four of those pillars so that you can transition, blossom deeper into your new earth leader archetype. So I'm not going to go in, this is not what this webinar is for to go like super deep into that. If that interests you and you were like, what you're saying is resonating with me, what you're saying is landing with me. I know who this is, who I'm becoming. I know that this is my path to be more in the new earth leader. I'm devoted. I want to be supported, right? New earth leader mindset. I want to be supported. I want to be in part of intimate, beautiful community. And I want to have someone that already walked this path. So it doesn't take me a million freaking years to help me successfully really transition into there. So I can be seen, held and supported and guided throughout my journey. Then you can reach out to me because out of the box is the program where we are literally taking that journey from the high achiever that I spoke to. And I'm giving you guys what has helped me and supported me over a span of three months with an intimate group of new earth leaders in the making, new earth leaders deeper embodied so that we can really rise and create the, the shift in the collective that we all want to see by actually being it being the embodiment of the new earth leader. So if this calls to you, reach out to me, let me know what questions you have. We start at the end of October. I'm so freaking excited for this journey. It's so powerful. And I want to go into the conversation now. The conversation that I spoke on that I I know is happening behind the scenes because people are thinking it. I've had conversations with conscious community and sisters here and people in this community in Nusara, there's a lot of conscious entrepreneurs. There's a lot of conversations going on. And even just people I'm connected with, like my business friends that are scattered throughout that some people a, are experiencing this. Some people are not experiencing this. Some people don't know they're experiencing this. So there's a lot of different levels and layers to this conversation. And you might not agree with this. This is my own experience. So the reason I'm so passionate about this transition and the reason I'm so passionate, honestly, about out of the box and having a journey for this is I was getting initiated like a motherfucker, if we're going to say that, literally like a motherfucker at the end of last year. I had my relationship end, my conscious relationship end. I had to let go of Flowers Academy, which is an old program because my embodiment and like what I was being asked to serve was radically shifting and changing. So my service was dying. Uh, what else was happening? I moved countries. I let go of basically an old life. I basically started from scratch. And I was like, why am I feeling this? Because for so long on my entrepreneur journey, it was like, oh, okay, you know, like I'm this and things were like, do, 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 do building. And then all of a sudden it was like, whoosh a huge clearing. The universe is like, this has got to go. This has got to go. This has got to go. This is what got to go. And for those of you guys that don't know, I have like a morning prayer ritual where I'm like, let everything that needs to go, go and everything that needs to come, come. So I was literally praying for this and putting this out into existence. So I can be in highest alignment and service of the greatest, highest good, because that is what new earth leaders want, regardless if their ego wants different. So all of these things were clearing, all of these things were dying. I was like, what in the actual fuck is happening? And it was terrifying and it was scary and it was dismantling. And it literally felt like my whole being was being just like, I'm like, okay. And all I could do was surrender to it. It was one of the biggest death portals I've ever gone through, which mind you, I've been on this journey from the high achieving to the new earth leader without really technically knowing for some time now, but it was like, okay, if you're really going to serve in this, if you're really going to be this, like, this is time. We need to speed up your timeline here. And the universe is like, I'm going to make it fucking happen. And it was like, 
Kali energy, for those of you guys that know, was like coming in hot, coming in harsh. It was like clearing things away that needed to fucking go. So it was really scary. I didn't really know what was happening and I wasn't resonating so much with things I was feeling in the entrepreneur space. I felt a lack of resonance. I felt a disconnection. I felt a lack of authenticity and realness in the space. And I'm like, I'm kind of confused because I know that's who I innately am at my core. And also that that's why all of us are doing the work that we are doing. We're doing it because we want to see the collective actually shift into a better place. So I felt a lack, I felt a fakeness. I felt a lack of resonance, a lack of like wanting to pull away from it. But I knew I wanted to be in service. And I was really confused why this was happening because for so long it was like, okay, just going with the flow and everything. Okay, yeah, this is the entrepreneur space. And then I just was like, no, that's actually not how I feel right now in this moment. So that was scary. And it was kind of like an, a, another awakening in my entrepreneurship journey. And what I noticed is that other people were feeling this way too. And we're going through a time, I believe right now, we've been going through a time for a while now. And all of you leaders, I want you to know you're here for a fucking reason. And I know you know that, but like you're here for this era, this season that we're in, in the world and in, in the collective for a reason, because you're a part of the shift that's happening here. So what I started discovering and what I started realizing is that my consciousness was changing. My consciousness was expanding. So I was seeing things differently. That's why the disconnect was created in the entrepreneur space. People weren't talking about this. So it was a very weird, confusing fucking experience for me. So, you know, high achiever, Sarah, like resonated with the ways of operating and being that a lot of the entrepreneur space is in. There's nothing to make wrong. It's just different. It's different. So when I started expanding my consciousness and growing and healing deeper and going into more of my true embodied leadership of what I believe that to be in deeper and altered states of consciousness and flow state and um, deeper connection to myself, God, and others, like really walking these four pillars, there was a lack of resonance because my consciousness was expanding. I was evolving on my journey. And what I was noticing is the other people that are experiencing that this was happening too. And they felt what I was saying and they were going deeper into their new earth leader architect. They were blossoming because they were realizing the way that they're going to be the greatest, highest good for the collective, that they actually need to be that shift and that the lack of resonance was coming from the high achieving archetype that was dying and shedding. So this death portal that I went through, especially over the last several months from the end of last year. I've been transitioning it more into the new earth leader and being embodied in this and really coming from this space that the high achiever had to die and shed, which was a very, and I'm not going to downplay this, a painful process, a scary process, a dismantling process, and very fucking uncomfortable. That's why out of the box, I feel like if I had that program a few months ago, like, holy shit, not that it would have saved me because nothing's coming to save you, but it would have highly supported my journey and made it so much easier and supportive and loving along the way. But I figured it out pretty much alone. And that's why I created the bridge. I created the bridge because I believe that I'm here to be the bridge from the high achieving because I know it so fucking well into the new earth leader of everything I've been acquiring deeper and deeper, especially over these last several months and also several years of my life to really be in the new earth leader archetype being the bridge <laughs> so that more can bridge over because I believe what's happening in this space. If you guys are resonating with this conversation, what I'm saying is that that high achiever archetype is actually dying. It's shedding. People are going through death portals and some people a aren't making it. They're not be able to handle the experience because it is 
a literally a part and identity of you is dying on so many different levels and it's not going to fucking work going into the way that we're moving the collective right now. So some people are not making it. Some people are really struggling. Some people are confused. Like I was, I was struggling in it and it's fucking hard and it's confusing. It's like, well, how are we navigating this? What the fuck's happening? And no one's actually really speaking this out into existence in the space. So that's why I was so passionate about creating the bridge to speak on this conversation, to put words to the experience of what I believe is going on. So that maybe you guys resonate. Maybe this is helping you put an understanding of what's going on in this space and maybe why you're experiencing it because that's what I believe is happening. So this high achieving archetype dying quite literally so that the new earth leaders can actually be in the embodiment of new earth leaders and not just as a title, but it's not about even the title and even the archetype really. It's being the embodiment of the energy and the frequency that's needed to expand the level of consciousness on this planet in order to make the impact we're here to make, in order to actually move it into the new earth, in order to create, you hear people say heaven on earth. We need to actually be that embodiment. The high achiever can't create that. There's blocks, there's a disconnect, there's skewed intentions and energy and things, even though they have such a big heart and they have so much to offer and give and share. It's not that you shouldn't serve anymore. And it's not that you're not you're supposed to give up. It's supposed, it's because you're here to transition over, to blossom over into a new embodiment, a way of operating, being, and living behind the scenes and working to be in the new earth leader archetype. And then being able to share your gifts and service from that space, because that space has a high fucking impact. That space is literally rippling out the waves into the collective that we're all here to actually make. So this is the conversation. This is what I believe is going on in this space. I don't know if this resonates. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it triggers you. Maybe you want to deny this because it's scary. This is a scary truth to confront. And I know that because I'm speaking myself. I wanted to deny this conversation or my own experience for so long. And then it got to the point where I couldn't. And then I got to the point where I was like, why would I deny it? Because this is actually my truth. This is here who I'm here to be. And that is the most important thing of me being in integrity with my business and alignment with who I am as a person. These things are connected. This is part of embodied leadership. So let me know what's landing. Let me know what curiosities you have. Let me know what questions you have. I want to know what you feel about this. Maybe this is just something for you to sit and reflect on for a little bit. But this is, this is what I have for today. This is inside the bridge. Ooh, what a transmission. Yeah, so what, just recapping that, you know, I shared from my own personal experience, deeply in the high achiever and what that is, deeply in the new earth leader archetype and what that is, the four pillars that supported me in that blossoming and transition out of the box if you're feeling called to walk this deeper path starting at the end of October. This is going to be the journey that we take together. I walk you through. I support you through because it's one that I've taken, especially over the last few months. And this conversation that I wanted to bring forward and not silence anymore, that this is what I believe is happening behind the scenes. And I can see it so clearly and not that I can see it. I can feel it in my body. Every cell of my being feels this is what's happening and this is what's, I don't even want to use the word right, but this is what is of the greatest, highest good for the collective that we really need to transition out of that high achieving archetype because not that it's bad, you're in it for a reason, but you're here to evolve and embody 
in a completely different way and operate behind the scenes in a completely different way so we can actually be of the greatest highest service which is all of our collective vision and intention i know at the deepest core in our beings and i know that as a fact because that is why you guys are here leading the way and you guys are the leaders you're gonna hear me go on a sarah rant to this it's not the government it's not these people, like we need conscious, integrated new earth leaders leading this world right now. That I have the highest trust of people, what I just explained in that archetype, those people leading the way, we're in good fucking hands. Let me know if you agree on that because I fucking agree on that. <laughs> so I'm gonna close this space. I want you guys to just mm, close your eyes. Maybe place both your hands on your heart. Allow this to integrate into your beings, into your bodies. Allowing the mind and the body to completely slow down. Allowing your heart to feel open. And allowing yourself to connect and close the sacred space and container together, taking one inhalation in. And one inhalation out. Another in. Holding. And exhale out. <sighs> Making any sounds or noises, moving your jaw. Soaking in this collective energy we've created together and the ripples we're spreading out into this world, feeling so, so grateful and full of unconditional love and life force energy for sharing this space in the sacred container with you guys today. Having this conversation, this important, important conversation that I believe is one of the most important ones we can have in the entrepreneur space right now. Thank you for being brave. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for being here for yourself and the collective vision that we have. I'm feeling so much love and gratitude for sharing and creating this space for you guys. Whenever you're ready, you can slowly open your eyes or if you'd like, you can stay there as long as you'd like. I invite you to be with this information, be with this conversation. Maybe go out in nature. Maybe grab a tea, maybe journal, maybe just sit and feel, experience whatever you need to experience. Let your body fully process new earth leader style. And I'm here. I'm here for you guys to have a deeper conversation, to support. If you're here to walk this deeper path and out of the box at the end of October, you can reach out to me and we can chat more and you can apply to walk this path together in community because that is what new earth leaders need we need community more than anything right now we need people that get you people that speak your language people that feel you see you hear you and are in the same frequency and field that you are in because that is how with that deep amount of resonance we are going to really evolve and shift and change things and be deeply fulfilled and satisfied in our lives and i believe that with my whole heart and being so I'm sending you guys so much love. Mwah. I love you guys. And I will see you soon. Mm, I hope you absolutely loved this episode. That it was full of juicy wisdom and magic. And impact to integrate deeper into your lives, your businesses, and your work on a daily basis. I would absolutely love if you enjoyed this episode. If you could please leave me a review at the bottom. And let me know. 
what you took away from this podcast. If you're also feeling called so you can spread more ripples of impact into this world, I would love if you took a screenshot and tagged me on Instagram and let me know what was your biggest takeaway, what do you want to share to spread out into this world. I would appreciate it so deeply. Thank you for being here on this grand adventure of life with me, and I'll see you next time. Sending so much love.